We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Deadly winter storms hit the southeast. We have the story. Police investigating a shooting in southeast Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A new airport is set to open in Kansas City. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Once again, temperatures fell well below freezing overnight, but we finally warm above freezing by this afternoon. Our full forecast here in just a few minutes. Winter weather has brought ice to a wide swath of the United States, canceling more than 1,700 flights nationwide and snarling highways. Authorities say at least two people died on slick roads Tuesday. Two Texas law officers were seriously injured, including a deputy who was pinned under a truck. Tracking service Flight Aware says more than 900 flights to or from Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport and more than 250 to or from Dallas Love Field were canceled or delayed. A final farewell to Tyree Nichols in Memphis, where five police officers are charged in connection with his killing. Tyree Nichols was a father to a four-year-old son. He's also leaving behind his parents and siblings, like his brother Jamal Dupree. My brother was the most peaceful person I've ever He's met right. in my life. Most. He's never lifted a finger to nobody. Dupree was speaking in Memphis last night at Mason Temple with family members and civil rights activists. If my brother was here today and he had to say something, he would tell us to do this peacefully. The funeral for Tyree Nichols to be held this morning at Mississippi Boulevard Christian Church in Memphis. Vice President Kamala Harris is expected as well as the brother of George Floyd. Floyd's death by Minneapolis police sparked months of protests. Jill Nato, Fox News. Police are investigating a shooting in southeast Wichita. It was last evening in the 3600 block of East Cessna. Officers found a man with a gunshot wound to his leg. He was hospitalized. He is expected to survive. Investigators believe that it was an argument that led up to a disturbance prior to that shooting. Police responded to gun violence at two nightclubs in Wichita over the weekend, resulting in five people being injured by gunfire. Wichita Police Chief Joseph Sullivan says 
He's meeting with business owners to discuss what went wrong and what can be done in the future. We expect them to present us with a plan of action to make their facilities safer. And if they uh, refuse to do so, then I'll take the necessary action. Uh, it's not going to be tolerated. Chief Sullivan says he wants Wichita to be a safe place for people to visit, but he warns that there could be sanctions imposed if more shootings in nightclubs take place. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner attended a special meeting Monday of local, state, and federal officials discussing the plan to return passenger train service to Wichita, connected to Newton on the north and Oklahoma City on the south. Meitzner says the Federal Railroad Administration must approve the plan. So we're like two or three major steps ahead of other other states. So uh, we're applying to get approved, um, as and Kansas is going to take the lead. Meitzner says FRA approval could come later this year. Meitzner commented during his weekly visit with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. The new $1.5 billion Kansas City International Airport will open February 28th. City officials said Monday that the opening of the single-terminal airport will be on time and on budget. The city broke ground on the airport four years ago after a sometimes contentious fight to replace a three-terminal airport that opened in 1972. The terminal is the largest single infrastructure project in the city's history. It has 40 gates with room to expand to 50 gates. The new terminal will provide up to 50 places to eat and shop. Concessions companies are hoping to fill at least 800 jobs before the airport opens. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. KNSS News, I'm now 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Stephen Ted. Jayhawks, Wildcats, basketball action last night in Lawrence. We'll have highlights from that one coming up in sports. A Massachusetts car dealership will pay a price for charging black and Hispanic customers more. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Steve Ted, 7.08. Eight minutes past 7 o'clock on a Wednesday morning. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will hear an update on the plan to move the Kansas African American Museum from its present location in an old church building near the county jail. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. Denise Sherman is the president of the, of the Kansas African American Museum. She does a really nice job, and uh, they have been uh, fundraising, and they've done a really good. They are over halfway there, I believe, of relocating that that uh, museum to um, well, it's like Main and Second Street. Oh, it's a it's a it's a it was a vacant bank building that was available that they've already purchased, and they will be. Uh, It'll make, it'll make for a really visible and easy-to-get-to uh, uh, place. Meissner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. A standoff is over involving a man suspected in a violent kidnapping in Oregon. Grants Pass police say that Benjamin Obadiah Foster had been the subject of an around-the-clock search after he was accused of kidnapping and torturing a woman and leaving her near death in her home on January 24th. Cops say Foster shot himself during an hours-long standoff at the woman's home and later died at the hospital. The woman is in the hospital in critical condition. Law enforcement previously said Foster was convicted in Nevada of keeping another woman in captivity and while on the run for the Oregon charges, was using dating apps to find new victims or people who could help him avoid the police. 
Ted Lindner, Fox News. An appeals court upholds a restraining order on an Illinois assault weapons ban. An appeals court upholds a temporary restraining order against the Protect Illinois Communities Act. A new law prohibiting the sale, purchase, manufacture, or delivery of assault weapons and high-capacity ammunition and requiring those who already own these to register them with state police by 2024. Hundreds suing, arguing some, including law enforcement and retired police, are exempt from the law, alleging millions of other gun owners are denied equal protections. The issue now heads to the Illinois Supreme Court. The ban enacted months after a gunman armed with a semi-automatic weapon shot and killed seven people and injured dozens at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. A car dealership in Massachusetts will pay a price for charging more to black and Hispanic customers. The state attorney general's office announcing a $350,000 settlement with hometown auto Framingham, Inc. 200000 of that total will be returned to customers... The dealer will also be required to provide implicit bias training to employees and promises not to discriminate when pricing products. It's alleged Hometown Auto was charging black and Hispanic customers more than whites for add-on products like paint protection and remote starters. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Continue avoiding the area. We've got a traffic accident at uh, Harry and West Street. Want to continue avoiding that accident or that uh, intersection due to a traffic accident there again? That's uh, Harry and West. Traffic update from 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas City meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Good morning, Stephen Ted. How are you guys doing? Doing very well. It looks like they're going to have some warmer temperatures in the next day or two. Yeah, you know what? We're just going to be on the up and up really from here. And for the first time in a few days, we'll actually be able to get above freezing. So compared to how we wrapped up January and how we're going to start the month of February, things definitely not going to be all that bad out there. And we're also going to see good amounts of sunshine, too. This is just going to lead us all the way to, honestly, a pretty mild weekend ahead as we go through the first few days of February. Let's go ahead and start from the beginning, though. 39 degrees for a high today. Not the warmest temp in the world, but still, at least we'll be able to get above freezing. Still going to be chilly out there as we go through the day ahead, especially this morning as it's another uh, frigid start to the day. Partly cloudy skies. When it comes to our skies later on tonight, continuing to stay dry with a light southerly wind. And when it, uh, when it comes to our temperatures tonight, uh, despite beginning to warm back up, we'll still be deep down in the freezer, expecting a low of 20 degrees. And with our southerly winds being light, they'll actually briefly switch out of the north through our Thursday, not seeing much of a change or much of an impact to our temperatures, though, because we'll still be able to warm nearly 10 more degrees compared to today. High of 48 for your Thursday. Once we get to our Friday, staying dry to wrap up the work and school week, 49 for a high. And there's actually going to be another brief quick wind shift over the weekend on Saturday. Again, Minimal impact to our temperatures as we'll just continue to warm up to a high of 55 degrees Saturday, getting close to 60, not only on Sunday, but also on Monday. Sunday's high, 58. Monday, 59. Monday also going to be a day of change, expecting our next system to make a swing through the region. This is going to lead to more clouds on Monday next week uh, early on, and also potentially a 20% chance of rain. So far, that chance for moisture 
Doesn't really look all that great, but of course there's time for things to change, possibly seeing a 10% chance of snow into early Tuesday. High temperatures cooling off a little bit too. 50 degrees on Tuesday, 48 next Wednesday after that next system swings through. But otherwise, it doesn't look like things are going to turn too chilly out there after we uh, warm back up and then cool back down eventually. Right now, we're at 13 degrees with a, a mostly clear to partly cloudy sky. Light south wind at 3 miles an hour. And even though it's cold, visibility just fine. And at least we're off to a bright start to the day. I went for a walk yesterday afternoon, and hey, there were, the sun was peeking there for a little bit, peeking through. Yeah, nice. we got more of that. That's in addition to our south winds. It's also going to be the fact that we do have good amounts of sun to uh, help us warm back up too. So it's going to feel pretty nice out there. Nice. Yeah, thank you, Ronell. The KSN Storm Tracker Three forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS Wednesday, the first day of February. We had a partly cloudy, cold day across central Kansas Tuesday again. Which is high temperature yesterday, twenty-seven degrees. The normal high, forty-six. And on this date in 1951, the worst ice storm in United States history pulled a slick trick from Texas to Pennsylvania. In a few areas, the blaze was a phenomenal four inches thick. There were 25 deaths, around 500 serious injuries, and $100 million in damage. Yikes. I just thought of something. 1951, on this date, that would be uh, the worst ice storm in history. That would be on my brother's birthday. My younger brother, my Jerry, today is his birthday, and I, it was 51. So, <laughs> oh, wow. Coincided with a terrible ice storm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, Jerry's having a birthday today. On this date in 1950, RCA introduced the 45 RPM record player. Uh, a different speed there, and they had the 45s were smaller records. They had a great big hole in the middle of them for that, uh, that special, uh, what do you call it, I don't know, stem, whatever. I remember my mom's uh, and dad's uh, uh, home unit there. It was pretty fancy for the time. It was a little thing. It looked like a uh, a box. Uh, it was a piece of furniture, nice colored wood. And on this side, inside was a turntable. Mm-hmm. And on this side was a radio. And they had the speakers in the front. It was a neat little deal, but first time. But uh, to play those 45s, they had this, this big sleeve. You had to put an adapter on. The adapter. Put that over there to play the 45s. Of course. Got in the radio business and uh, found out, hey, people play a lot of those 45s, in addition to the uh, the LPs. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And uh, you heard me say today is Jerry's birthday. You've met Jerry. He's a, yeah. a retired uh, firefighter. Spent a good many years on uh, as uh, an EMT driving a, driving a rescue squad. I think it was number 15. And uh, I talked to sometimes a lot of his people who were in the fire department with him or still. Still around. We bump into him all the time. Uh, and they've all got something to tell me about Jerry and <laughs> some story. Can you imagine one of my brothers being a bit of a character? No. Oh, I think I can. Oh. Saw him. I don't in, think it's a stretch. <laughs> saw him and his wife Dorothy last night at the Bishop Carroll East High basketball game. Went to see our granddaughters cheer, and Jerry and Dorothy showed up to watch the game with us. Uh, that was kind of nice. Watching our, our granddaughters cheering for Bishop Carroll. 717 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And in sports this morning, Ted's going to tell us about what happened in the big basketball game at Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence last night. Yeah, top 10 matchup. Eighth ranked Kansas hosting sixth ranked Kansas State. K State was looking to sweep the Jayhawks for the first time in the regular season in 40 years. 
That did not happen. Yeah. KU won, uh, so both teams now won on home court. KU won last night at Allen Fieldhouse. 90-78 was the final score, so they split home and home in the regular season. Kansas State, another disappointing trip back home from Lawrence. K-State has lost 17 times in a row at Allen Fieldhouse. Of course, you heard the game last night on the KU Radio Network, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Travis Kelsey just gave a hug and a handshake to Bill Self. He's shaking everybody's hand in the line of Jayhawks on their way toward the tunnel and the locker room. What a night to be a Jayhawk. What a night to claim our piece of the Dylan Sunflower Showdown. Your final score, Kansas 90, K-State 78. Yeah, the rich and famous were there. Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey was in attendance. Congratulating the Jayhawks after the game. Okay, we're halfway through the conference schedule now in the Big 12 Conference. Kansas and Kansas State are both tied for second place in the conference. Just a game behind the Texas Longhorns. KU was just uh, dominant last night. Played just very well. 11 three-pointers, 13 offensive rebounds, 9 blocked shots. As the Jayhawks snap a three-game losing streak in conference play, they're back in the winning column in the conference. Kevin McCuller Jr. had 16 points and 13 rebounds for the Jayhawks. Jalen Wilson leading KU with 20 points on the night. KU with a 12-point win at home over K-State, a matchup of two top-10 teams. We have women's basketball action tonight. Wichita State ladies are in Philadelphia, taking on the Temple Owls. Shockers are looking for their second straight win on the road. Shocker ladies at Temple, Steve Strain will have live coverage of Shocker women's basketball at 5.45 p.m., and that is on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. We mark the passing of a Shocker basketball great, Joe Stevens. Great Shocker guard has passed away at the age of 86. Went to Wichita North High School and then came to play for the Shockers at Wichita University under head coach Ralph Miller. Led the Shockers in scoring in 1957 and 1958, averaging 16.5 points a game in his Shocker career, 81% shooter from the free throw line. Back when he was in high school, he led North to the state title in 1954. And, of course, he was a huge fan of magic. He ran Stevens Magic Emporium for many years over there in East Douglas. When Joe Stevens left the Wichita program, he was number two all-time in scoring Behind only Cleo Littleton, who is still the Shockers' all-time leading scorer. Still. Joe Stevens is in the Wichita Sports Hall of Fame. He's in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. And, boy, the guy that was a great Shocker great in the late 1950s. Great Joe Stevens has passed away at the age of 86. Happy birthday today to two former soccer players for the Wichita Wings who were born on the same day, Mark Curlin and Tattoo. They are both celebrating birthdays today. They're both 61 years old. Curlin was a star for the Wings in the 1980s, Tattoo in the 1990s. Happy birthday to a couple of former soccer players. Did he have one, just Wings. one name? Or, did, you know, or, or was it like Lloyd Tattoo? That's or? all he needed was uh, one name. One name. Yeah, he played for Dallas during huge, the 80s. Yeah, he was a huge uh, guy for the Dallas sidekicks oh, yeah, okay. in the 1980s. But uh, late in his career, the Wings signed him. Got yep. him in here Yeah, for a little bit. Tattoo. Tattoo. 61 today. That's Sports with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Hey, I've got a prize package to give away right now. Oh, okay. I've got four passes to go to the Wichita train show and swap meet. Best train show at Wichita, it says here. That's coming up on 
the 4th and the 5th, Saturday and Sunday, this weekend. This week. Okay. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 11 to 4. That's at the Cessna Activity Center over there on George Washington Boulevard. We've got four free passes. To give away right that to that right now. And guess what? I'm going to throw in a CD from Santana. Whoa. How about that? No, 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 let me have that. I'll keep that. No, oh, you're keeping the Santana no, CD? We better give it away. Yeah, that'd be a, yeah, but that's good. All right, so there you go. There's your prize package, the train show, a Santana CD, and call me now at 869-1330, 869-1330. Oyo como va, huh? I don't know what that means. There you go. 722, keep it here for House Call for Health. A new study shows that weight loss surgery might be more beneficial than we once thought. Okay. That's coming up. Stephen Hinn in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on a Wednesday morning, 14 degrees. The deficit and spending are on the agenda for a conversation today between President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. While the White House insists Congress raise the debt limit without delay or conditions, President Biden is hosting House Speaker Kevin McCarthy today to talk about budgets. McCarthy says spending reforms must be part of any plan to incur additional debt. I think we could find a lot of places we could have savings. We've watched what all this runaway spending has done, as broad as inflation. Democrats point to multiple debt limit increases supported by Republicans during the Trump administration. The Speaker's office notes then-Senator Biden's opposition to debt limit hikes during Republican administrations. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. In response to a pair of unrelated shootings at two nightclubs last weekend, injuring five people, Wichita police and club owners are reviewing safety procedures. Police Chief Joseph Sullivan says he hopes to hear new ideas from the business owners. I know at the one club, there was VIP passes that were used, uh, and anyone with a VIP, VIP pass did not have to go through security. And that's just completely unacceptable. He says if a business does not comply, they can face sanctions, such as suspending operations for up to a month requiring hiring of additional security and conducting more thorough searches. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner attended a special meeting Monday of local, state, and federal officials to discuss a plan to return rail passenger service to Wichita, connecting to Newton on the north and Oklahoma City on the south. Meitzner says the Federal Railroad Administration must approve the plan. FRA said that, you know, sometimes it depends on how many applications they they get that uh, they receive. So, they will approve it. They said hopefully uh, maybe, in, maybe in the middle of the year, but for sure in the second half of the year. Meister commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Kansas lawmakers are considering a bill that would limit the amount of ballot drop-off boxes in each county. County election offices would be required to use only one remote ballot box for each election. And if a county has more than 30,000 registered voters, then the, it would be allowed one remote box for every 30,000 voters. Senator Paul Wagner, he's a Republican from Hutchinson, he says the bill would boost election security. We want to have really due diligence and just make sure that people can really trust the integrity of Kansas elections, and that's ultimately uh, what our goal would be. And opponents of the bill claim it would make it harder to vote. Police at a Texas college are warning students about a serial sexual assault suspect. 
Three Texas A&M students have reported sexual assaults and are giving a similar description of the male suspect. Two of the victims say they met the man in question at the same College Station bar and they were attacked in an off-campus apartment. The third incident happened after the suspect asked a victim for a ride home from a party. Campus police issued an alert over the weekend but say the man remains at large. Tom Graham, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. It is a chilly start to this first day of February, but better weather is ahead the next several days. In fact, we'll likely be in the upper 50s by this weekend. Mostly sunny with a high 38 later on this afternoon. Clouds settle in overnight. Tarlow 22, Thursday's high 48. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a clear sky, 14 degrees. And we have a southwest wind at 6 miles per hour. 7.33 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wednesday morning means it's we're going to check in with uh, Tom Hine from the Kansas Department of Transportation. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Stephen Ted. I tell you what, I know you've got something special going on tomorrow, and we'll talk about that in a minute, uh, in just a couple a minute or two here. But for right now, uh, any special uh, closures that are going on uh, today in the, in the highway system around uh, Wichita? We do have a closure today. Eastbound US 54 exit to northbound I-235 will close from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. for guardrail repair. Eastbound. Coming in from out the Goddard area? Yeah. Coming over the big ditch and then going to northbound I-235 from Kellogg. Okay. And that's going to be, how long is it going to be closed then, Pa? About three hours, 10 a.m. start time. That's not too long. So. Long and that's a, that's one of our new ramps from from just yeah you know that project that, that we uh, redid a lot of that interchange and and uh, certainly made that ramp better and easier for people to get up on the I two thirty five but but occasionally someone hits a guardrail oh, oh. Mm. Uh, so so let's talk about the the uh, public meeting you're having tomorrow night we've been talking about it before but it's, uh, we can remind people that it's it's on their calendar and uh, they can come out and uh, be part of that meeting tell us about it. That, that's right. Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., uh, we'll be meeting at the uh, National Center for Aviation Training up at Jabera Airport. Uh, so 5 to 7, people can come and go view our our maps and our displays to kind of get an idea of what we're thinking on the K-96 corridor from I-135 going east towards Kellogg uh, eventually. So this is this is a preliminary design concept sharing uh, meeting. So we'll be looking at what our designers and what our engineers are thinking at the interchanges and also up on top of K96, where we'll go from four lanes to six lanes from I-135 out to 21st Street. Mm, I was just uh, out there when Monday on that stretch. Now, are you going to are you going to widen it? Is that one of the plans to widen it out, make it a little wider? It, it somehow they're going to fit six lanes into that, and I, and how much uh, right away? you know, might need to be acquired to do that. We really don't know yet. Like I say, this is a preliminary design phase. Um, but there are also improvements at seven of the interchanges and completely redoing three of them. That would be Woodlawn, Rock, and Webb. So there's a lot of design work uh, going in. There's a lot of give and take between the designers and the engineers that want to figure out the best way to do this. And we want the public to come and take a look at these preliminary designs and, and make comments on them. All right. Well, I, I would be at a loss. I, I don't know. <laughs> Put a tree over there. I, I wouldn't have any idea. So I, you probably don't want me at your meeting then, Tom. Okay. 
No, we do want you competing. But, uh, Are there refreshments? Autographs over in the corner. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Are they going to have refreshments of any kind? Uh, no, it's just going to be a refreshing look at a new design ah, on the Okay. Bring my own thermos. Okay. All right, Tom, what the hell's going on? You Enduring this cold weather we've been having, you doing okay? I'm doing okay, but I'm looking for that 48-degree high that's coming. No that's kidding. Gonna that's going to feel like a real heat wave, a genuine heat wave, isn't it? That would be outstanding. That's right. Hey, that's going to help some of our contractors that are out uh, building the, the North Junction. So, yeah, he's uh, great. Yeah, cold weather yeah. blows them down a little bit. Tom, how how tricky or difficult is it to expand an existing four lane highway to a six? Is that is that something that's pretty amazing, or is it something that's fairly routine? I think that's going to be a challenge in that because that's a fairly narrow right away as it is now. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, part of that we have a cable median barrier because the median is so slim between mm-hmm. uh, eastbound and westbound there. So. Uh, yeah, I think there's going to – it's a real design puzzle okay. for our uh, – is that, is that one of those things where you can keep a, a lane open so you can – you know, while you're doing it or, or two lanes open? I, got, I, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, that's always a goal in these. Uh, but inevitably, we'll have some lane and ramp closures just like the North Junction project is, has been going. But, but construction for this one is still quite a few years off. Yeah. So we're in the design. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and uh, living in Riverside, I've got to, I've got a doctor preparing down his people over there on Web Road, and it's uh, that's the handiest way and the quickest way to get there. Just take a K ninety six, and usually yeah, you'll. It's a pretty important uh, corridor. There are a lot of businesses, a lot of uh, homes over there, and we're seeing such growth in Northeast Wichita that we just look for those traffic numbers to keep going up. Oh wow! All right, Tom, thanks for being with us. As always, check with you next week. Tom Hine from the Kansas Department of Transportation uh, with Steve and Ted this morning on KNSS. An 80-year-old man shot one of two offenders who forced their way into his home near O'Hare International Airport Monday. This is according to the Chicago Police Department. When the victim heard a knock on the door of his residence, he opened it and a male offender and a female offender made entry without permission, according to police. There was a scuffle, and the male burglar was shot in the chest and later hospitalized in critical condition. And uh, this uh, gentleman who shot him was licensed to carry that weapon. They had a special permit, so he used it for what, basically what it's for. Uh, an well, intruder your, coming in the house. property is invaded. Yeah. Okay, uh, a 14-year-old North Carolina boy is dead. 14, after riding a bull at a rodeo for the first time in his life, his family says. Denim Bradshaw, that's his name, Denim, was taking his first ride Saturday at the Rafter K Rodeo Winter Series in King, North Carolina, when he went into cardiac arrest, says Stokes County Director of Emergency Services Brandon Gentry. The teen was rushed to a nearby hospital where he later died. It's unclear what brought on the cardiac arrest. Bradshaw's mother, Shannon Bowman, says at least her son was happy when he died. He was loving every second of it, she writes on Facebook. And apparently the riding of the bull either had nothing to do with it or, you know, maybe he just got way overexcited. 14-year-old kid dying of a heart attack is sad. Pretty unusual, I would think. 7.39 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS at the Carroll basketball game last night. Mm-hmm. My granddaughter's cheer. I didn't go over this again, but Carol was playing East last night, and 
As immediately as I came in the door, I was confronted by two men, one of them uh, police officer Derek Purcell, who proceeded to give me a, uh, well, not really a scolding or a kidding or a teasing about the fact that I missed too much work. Um, he thinks... Oh, my. <laughs> You're here he, every day. He thinks, he, oh, once in a while I'll take a day off, and he, he doesn't like that. He says, all right, well. I told him if it was my days off, I'll come over, uh, I'll meet him somewhere for coffee and, and do a couple of news yeah, stories. Yeah, just do the newscast yeah, there. there. Yeah. The other person who was there did, service. talking to me was uh, the vice principal, Mr. Lemonian. I can't remember his first name. His dad, of course, uh, Richard Lemonian, who was a police chief of Wichita for years, and then now he's the, uh, what, he's the May city manager, the older one. Well, Mr. Lemonian, the, the vice principal at Carroll, uh, knows my grandkids pretty well. Um, in fact, uh, my one grandson, Luke, or as they called him over there, Luke T., apparently he and Mr. Lemonian got to be very close over the years because, well, Luke spent a lot of time down in his office <laughs> for one reason or another. But they're a couple of really great listeners, and it was good to see them. They're Fantastic. Not, they're good men, uh, Purcell and, and Lemonian. They're really good men, and, and I'm proud to have them uh, you know, helping out with the kids and, and doing security and so forth. Great people. 741 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we got the uh, Wichita Business Journal update. Gretemann Advertising Agency is making a change okay. oh. at the top. Oh, that story coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS. 7.46 here on a Wednesday morning, first day of February. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Kansas avenges an earlier loss 
beating Kansas State 90-78. to Wichita Police Chief Sullivan will talk with business owners after recent shootings at two night spots. One. Icy winter storms hit the southeastern U.S. At least two people dead. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. This morning we have a uh, stalled out vehicle, eastbound K96. It's right there at the ramp to Woodlawn. Watch for a slowdown there. Stalled out vehicle as well, southbound I-235 at Maple, basically just north of the Kellogg Interchange there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Mostly sunny and warmer today with a high of 37 degrees. Yesterday's high was 27. Mostly clear and cold tonight, the overnight low 21. For Thursday, sunny and warmer. Tomorrow's high, 48 degrees. So warming up quite a bit tomorrow. Now a clear sky, southwest wind at 6 miles per hour and 14 degrees. Whatever Kansas weather deals us from one minute to the next, be prepared. Whether it's sun, snow, rain, or cold, when Kansas weather changes, go see Hatman Jacks for protection from the elements. Hatman Jacks at the clock tower in Delano. Stocks closed up Tuesday, closing out a strong January. On the eve of a Federal Reserve meeting, stocks rose as investors discounted inflation worries. The Dow up 369 points, the S&P rising 58, the Nasdaq Composite up 190. For regular Americans, there were red lights as consumer confidence fell unexpectedly. Their worries, the jobs market and business conditions, according to the conference board. And home prices continued lower month-to-month, according to Kay Schiller, which reported prices fell eight-tenths of a percent in November from October. Year-over-year, though, prices rose 6.8%. On the earnings front, GM reported a strong quarter as investors await the results of Meta. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. And a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. After building Gretemann Group into a very recognizable Wichita brand during the last 35 years, Sonia Gretemann is going to pass it on to the next generation of leadership. Ashley Bowen-Cook, a 20-year employee and a former vice president and brand manager at Gretemann Group, stepped into the role of president on New Year's Day and has started overseeing the day-to-day operations of the marketing agency. That's the first step in a transition of ownership that will occur during the next several years. Gretemann, who will become chair of the board and remain serving as the agency's creative director, said Bowen Cook was a natural successor. Eight months after Siemens Gamza announced its nacelle assembly facility in Hutchinson would be put into temporary hibernation, one of the international wind turbine company's executives says the plant could be coming back, back to life soon. Siemens Gamza has already... Restarted production at its blade manufacturing plant in Fort Madison, Iowa, which was also halted last year. 92 employees in Hutchinson and 171 in Fort Madison were set to be laid off last year due to the temporary closures. According to the company at the time, it's not clear how many employees will be hired back and on what type of timeline. Boeing will be adding capacity in the Seattle area to the most important individual aircraft program in Wichita. Company announcing internally plans to add a fourth production line for the 737 MAX narrow body. The move will help fill space previously used on wide body programs. And according to a report from the Puget Sound Business Journal, the manufacturer is turning to Everett, Washington, in a step away from Renton, Washington, 
where its 737 assembly work has previously been done. Local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. And uh, Sonia Greneman over the years, uh, not single-handedly, but she's shown a lot of leadership in the advertising community here in Wichita. She built that agency up into kind of a local powerhouse. Yep. She's done a great job. It sounds like she's kind of wanted to maybe turn loose of some of the <laughs> some of the ropes and strings down there and let somebody else carry the load a little bit for a while. So uh, she deserves it. Way to go, Sonia. Great business person. Good example for mm-hmm. young people. Today is uh, National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Uh, it's recognized by schools, organizations, and teams during the first week of February. Last night, I, have to, uh, I watched a girls' basketball game, as I said, at Bishop Carroll. <clears throat> my, uh, my granddaughters have all participated in, in, in sports. Uh, my daughter, yeah, Stacy did too. We, we'd, uh, not, uh, not school sports, but she, did, she played, played bitty basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, she and I, when she was, you know, gosh, how old? She wasn't very old, but there was a, when I was at KFH in those days, we sponsored a firecracker run every year. Yeah. And I don't know what the one mile or two mile, what it was, but uh, I was running at the time and she said she wanted to go too. So she had her little shorts on and away we went, the two of us. And she, I don't know whether it was one mile or two, but I think it was two mile run. She finished it. And I think in her age group, she was she placed in her age group. She was like eight years old. Man. But so. Uh, yeah. Better than I could do. When uh, when I was a kid growing up, they didn't have really didn't have organized sports for for girls at least not in this part of the world. Uh, so, you know, potential great athletes among my classmates, we didn't find them. We've had some really uh, terrific uh, female athletes, of course, around here in Wichita. I think I think of uh, Lynette Woodward, Woodward. Is it Woodard or Woodward? Woodard. Woodard. Yeah, the great basketball player from Wichita North. And she's still in this community, you know. Legendary. I haven't, I haven't seen her for. I've met her, I think, one time. And the thing about Lynette is, you immediately, this personality of hers yep. comes through. Yep, she's an engaging. She is, person. She's an engaging yep. person, and she was good enough. What she went to, what KU, and then wound up as the first female Harlem Globetrotter. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. That's a nice compliment right there. But uh, yeah, she'd have to be my one of my personal examples of uh, great women in sports. Of course, a lot of that came through. You know, you more, more know more about this than I do. That was is it Title Nine mm-hmm. that said if you're uh, if you're going to do sports in your school, you got to do equal for fem- female or male. Is that it? Is it equal Some spending? Sort of equity, or, yeah. Equity, and so that yeah, kind of changes the, the phase of sports, high school and sure college. did. Uh, that's great. And it's still they're st- they're still talking about issues with Title Nine when it comes to controversial. Yeah. Well, so we salute all those yeah, girls last night playing basketball. Good players, good both teams, very aggressive, good shooters, passers. That that was a great girls game. So we enjoyed it. I enjoy watching watching the girls play. I uh, I'll tell a quick story about if I when I was in school, uh, I, I dated for a while a, a young woman named Carol. I'm not going to lose use her last name because she still lives here, and I don't want to embarrass her. Carol and I went out on a date one night, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to a movie or something. And afterwards, we were driving, driving her home, whatever. And she saw that I had my basketball in the back seat of my car. Right. Of course, I played played basketball at West, and so I had it with me most of the time. And she said, "Oh, you got a basketball? Let's go shoot some hoops." I said, "What? Really? You want to? Yeah." So we went over to the Country Acres Swimming Pool. They had a, they had an outdoor court, lighted court over right. there. 
And we got on the court, and she started bombing away, and she could shoot. She turns out she had just moved up from New Mexico, where they had competitive girls sports. Yeah. And she was a player. And she just, I, was, I was very impressed. So Carol showed me that, yeah, girls can play basketball, too. Anyway, <coughs> 7.54, Steve and Ted. Coming up at the 8 o'clock hour this morning, here with Steve and Ted. And uh, yes. stay with us. We're going to have an update on Tyree Nichols' funeral. That's later on this morning. Okay. That's the uh, the man who was killed in Memphis. They're going to have the funeral today. We'll have a report on that. Ted has sports coming up, too. Uh, yeah, we'll be taking a look at a, a shocker basketball great who has passed away. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. Plus, entertainment news, the blur. I look forward to that part every day. Yeah, yeah entertainment news in the blur. We'll have that coming up at 835 this morning. And, as always, traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.